There are times when life and business can feel overwhelming and we can find ourselves drowning in tasks and struggling to enjoy the beauty of having more freedom in life. In this episode, we're going to talk about how you can get more organized in life and business, feel more aligned, and crush more of your business goals. Welcome to the Mompreneur's Diary Podcast, a space for entrepreneurial women of all backgrounds to get the support they need when growing their businesses. I'm Brianna, a business coach and marketing expert, and I'm on a mission to create a safe space for you to talk about the things that no one else gets to hear. In each episode, I'll be sharing my own personal thoughts and stories, as well as featuring other incredible women doing amazing things so that you feel less lonely on your journey. We all have things that we mentally take note of or write about, but we don't feel like we have a safe space to talk about it. Well, today we're going to talk about it. Hey, hey, hey. As many of you know, being a mompreneur has many ups and downs. Things can become overwhelming as we are managing business tasks, home tasks, spending time with family, and even having time for ourselves. For years, I thought finding harmony among my many roles was impossible. I would have those days when things would be great. I'd have days when things would just feel like everything is falling apart. And I had many days where I was just unsure of if things were going to work out. However, once I shifted my perspective around things, I noticed a shift that started to happen. Last year, I invested in a service with an intuitive coach. And honestly, I would have never seen this coming. If you would have told me a couple years ago, I would invest with an intuitive coach. I would have told you you were crazy, not because I thought the services weren't good, but because I didn't see a need for it. I didn't think I had a problem with my mindset. I didn't think I needed you know, a safe space to just open up and talk about everything going on in life. But boy, was I wrong. (laughs) I knew something had to change, but I wasn't sure what it was. And I was led to my intuitive coach, Melina. And you guys, it was completely game changing. And honestly, the things that she taught me a year ago, I'm still implementing and working with them now. And it feels good to be in a place where... I have created a safe space for myself, for my family, and I feel like I'm thriving more. I think that's one of the biggest things is feeling at peace, feeling like you are, you know, actively working towards your goals, feeling in alignment and feeling good just about how you're moving forward in life. So being able to finally feel that way was a huge win because I'm one of those people. I drown myself in lists of goals. And because I have so many goals, I never really took the time to really appreciate how far I had actually come. And this caused me to miss out on a lot of the beauty in my entrepreneurial journey. But over the past year or so, I have become so much more attentive to what I need. And this has led to more alignment in my life and in my business. So something my intuitive coach, Melina, taught me was to check in with myself more. And this seems like something so obvious, but I realized that oftentimes I got caught up in the everyday tasks that I found myself ignoring how I felt and even ignoring that little voice in my head. 
And this caused me to overwork myself without even realizing it. And we're not going to dive into how terrible I was when it came to self-care. But after giving everything to everyone around me, I realized that more often than never, there was really nothing left for me. And honestly, I can't blame the people around me. I can only blame myself because I wasn't in a space where I even understood what I needed. And I think that's what's so important about your journey and how you show up in life every day. And this this has, you know, a direct impact on how you show up in your business. And so when you are vibrating low, it's going to be hard to vibrate high in business, you know? So you have to make sure that you're vibrating high, even on a personal level, so that you can vibrate high in your business and really attract what it is that you desire. When I started to check in with myself more, I realized that my own voice had become so quiet and I had to learn to listen for it and find it. It was so important to figure out what I wanted because this would become the compass for so many things. There are a few ways I consistently check in with myself in order to stay aligned or get back on track when needed. One of the first things I do is I make sure that I have quiet time in the mornings before I start my day, especially before I get my girls up for school or just for the day. How I start my mornings is crucial. I normally get up an hour to an hour and a half before my daughters so I can have some quiet time to myself to prepare for my day. This is my time. I am so intentional about that time I get before they get up in the mornings and after they go to bed at night. And this is really important for me because my daughters wake up with a really high energy. And I realized that when I allowed them to wake me up in the mornings, it was overstimulating for me. And I honestly woke up in a panic, anxious, overwhelmed, and this set the tone for my day. So I had to start being intentional about that quiet time in the mornings so that I can gather myself, I can get ready, and I can make sure that I'm in the best place possible as I wake them up and I can be in the best mood for them. This allows me to start my day with a clear mind, focused on myself and taking care of myself before I worry about the rest of my household, my clients, my business, and everything else. And I think it's so important to start and end the day with you. How do you want to feel throughout your day? How did you feel throughout your day? And how can you start fresh each and every day by either letting go of the things that happened that day or really expressing the gratitude for the amazing things that happened that day. I'll be honest, my morning routines are pretty inconsistent, but they are also consistent. And I'm going to share what I mean by this. And the reason they're consistent yet inconsistent is because it really depends on how much time I have and how I'm feeling. So one of the things I do is I set my alarm for 6.15 every morning. And even being on spring break, I'm sorry, not spring break, summer break with the girls, I still do have that alarm go off. Even though they still sleep in now, it is still so crucial for me to get that extra morning time. Now, I am a little bit more laxed. I do sleep in a little bit more, but I make sure that whether I'm snoozing my alarm five times or just once, I still have some quiet time to myself. And so 
when I wake up in the mornings, I'm always expressing gratitude and setting my intentions for the day. This may include praying, meditating, or writing in one of my journals. And if I have some extra time, I'll do yoga, um, maybe do a facial and things like that. And this allows me to start my day in a positive way. I can stay grounded and I can get clear on how I want my day to look. No, things won't go as planned, but creating a, you know, starting place has helped me so much and really allowed me to have more consistently positive days. And even on those days when things may be out of whack or things may not be going as planned, I can take a pause and I can remember how I want to feel and those intentions that I set for my day. And that can be a peaceful moment for me at that time when things are getting tough. Something else I do is when I find myself feeling overwhelmed, I started being more intentional about stopping in that very moment, assessing the way I feel and why I feel that way and stepping away when necessary. And you guys, this was a complete game changer because I'm that person, if I'm working on something, I do not step away until it's done. I don't care if I'm hungry. I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care even if I need to pause for a restroom break or even, you know, I put my phone on do not disturb. Like I don't do distractions or anything like that. Like I am in work mode, but I realized that so many times in those moments, I should have stopped to give give myself rest and to even let myself recuperate and Because I didn't do that, I ended up with migraines because I hadn't eaten. I ended up, you know, with an attitude to the people around me because I was, you know, overworked and just stressed out. And it just created a negative effect. And so once I actually started to stop in that very moment and really listen to myself, I realized that I had to start taking myself more serious. I started listening to myself when I felt overworked. I didn't think about everything that needed to be done. Instead, I focused on myself and what made me feel good in that moment. That may be taking a quick break, going and getting a bite to eat, maybe just laying down and allowing myself to decompress from all of the work that I'm doing. But This has allowed me to really find peace, you know, in the work that I do because I do, I am a service provider. So not only are we offering done for you services, but I do a lot of coaching and consulting. So there's a lot of like brain work that goes into all of this. So I have to make sure that I'm taking the time to just relax and not overwork myself. And I think that's many of us. And so This is a lot easier said than done, but the more I stopped and asked myself what I needed in that moment, the easier it became to answer that question. So when you find yourself stressed out or maybe a project isn't going that well, or maybe technology is being a pain in the ass, I know you guys know that feeling and me as, you know, a graphic designer being in tech and all of those different things, it can be annoying and don't let, you know, you get hours of work done and forget to hit save or, you know, something crashes and something goes wrong. It can be really overwhelming. And so when you find yourself overworked, overstimulated, or just feeling out of it, I want you to pause at that very moment and ask yourself, what do you need? And if you are, if you're able to answer that question, 
do what you're telling yourself to do. And if you're struggling to answer that question, then just take some time to sit quiet. Being able to recognize when you're feeling out of whack and allowing yourself to feel that way and giving yourself what you need in that very moment to get back on track is so important. And I really want you to start listening to yourself more. Hello, I hope you are enjoying this episode so far. I just wanted to pop in here really quick and let you know that the Mompreneur's Diary podcast is sponsored by Hello Brianna Consulting, a brand consulting firm created to help female entrepreneurs build the brands they dream of all while creating the life they don't need a vacation from. To learn more about how to build the brand that you dream of, head over to www.hellobriannaconsulting.com. Okay, now back to the episode. As we know, mindset is everything. So be sure to take that time to listen to yourself and start your day in a positive way that fits how you want your mornings to look. I'll be honest, I have become semi-obsessed with, you know, just having a routine, keeping track of things, you know, how I'm spending my days, planning my work days, and just having structure in my life. And after starting my business and struggling to find harmony, I realized that I thrived with structure in place. And you guys, this took a long time to uncover, probably longer than it should have. But I really had to think about what I desired and what was the missing thing in my life and business. And I realized that it was structure. And I guess I could credit this to, you know, growing up a military brat because we lived on a schedule, especially when my dad, you know, was deployed and it was just my mom and us. She had a schedule in place and it was just a way things worked and it was so awesome. And so me taking that and applying that to my life has really allowed me to be more productive, feel more on top of things and actually feel like I do have more control in my life than I actually thought that I did. So I first started to think about what does the ideal work week look like? How many days am I working with my clients and working on client projects? How many days will be solely dedicated to my business? When do I want to meet with clients? When am I going to take off? What is going to be my day off? These simple questions gave me direction and allowed me to create more structure in my business and in my life so that I could be more present, you know, to my little ones and to my husband and, you know, just having that family time. I realized that supporting my clients while actively growing my business, I was going to have to find a way to get things done and stay on top of things. And this allowed me to outline my ideal work week. So this is kind of like a rough, you know, just a rough overview of my typical work week. So Mondays are dedicated to my business only. This is when I knock out my big tasks for my business, plan content, touch base with team members, meet with team members, those types of things. Tuesdays and Thursdays are dedicated to my design clients and my branding clients from the calls that I take with them to even the projects that I work on. Wednesdays are for my coaching clients and Fridays are my day off. Now, of course, I may not stick to this 100%, but this simple schedule structure has made my life so much easier, you guys, seriously. And this has allowed me to 
have a place for things. I think that's the, I think that's one of the biggest things that we desire in life without even realizing it is just everything having a place from the organization in our homes to the organization in our business, to the organizations in our head. We just want everything to have a place and to not feel like things are working against each other. We want things to work together, right? So with this schedule, it has just allowed me to feel more on top of things and not to overwork myself. If I'm working on a bit, you know, on my business on Monday, I know that I'm not touching any client projects. I'll respond to clients, of course. I do that daily, but I am not going to be actively working on any client projects because Mondays are for my business. Fridays, I'm not picking up, you know, anything for work. I am focused on myself and what I need. I'm doing some self-care. I'm spending time with my daughters and I am just enjoying, you know, honestly having a three-day week, three-day weekend. So I work four days and then I'm off three days. And some Fridays I do work. Some Saturday mornings I do work. Some Sunday afternoons I may plan for the upcoming week, but I go based off of how I feel in that moment and what I want to do. I also started tracking the time that I work and what I work on in a time tracking app. Now, there are a ton of free apps. I personally use the app Clockify for my team and I, but I literally track everything. I have all of my clients in there, the specific projects we work on, and I even outline the different types of things I work on in my business. And this has allowed me to accurately track my time so I can see how I'm spending my time, what I'm working on in my business, how much time I'm spending on client calls, and even knocking out client projects. And I'm also able to see the average number of hours that I'm working per week. And this just really widen my perspective around how I want to do things and what I want to spend more time doing and how I want to outsource things. So I'm just all about tracking data, getting the numbers and making sure that everything is working for you and working together in the best way possible. And so if I see that, okay, a 20-hour work week, that is a hard-working week for me. <laughs> now, typically, I'm normally working anywhere from 10 to 15 hours per week. Um, and some when it's launch week or you know, I'm working on a big client project, we may hit 20 to 25. But I like to be around the 15-hour mark. Close, you know, anywhere between 15 and 20 hours, that feels good to me. So as you are tracking your time, you can even start to answer those questions for yourself, but you're not going to know any of this without simply tracking it and being mindful of it. So making sure that you're tracking your time and understanding where your time is going is crucial to being able to just get on top of things and find harmony among your different roles. And this knowledge has allowed me to restructure my my services and pricing so that I'm really making the money I desire with the number of hours I'm putting into my business and not feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to work more to make more money. I'm not doing that. (laughs) So when it comes to my day off, like I said, I don't do anything that's business related. I use this day to take off. I may, you know, open my laptop and check my emails or respond to clients every once in a while, but I am not working on any projects. But, you know, that's just what works for me. And that's only because I always have my phone in my hand, so I don't mind answering quick questions. But if it's actually things to do, maybe creating a how-to video and things like that, 
I'm off and I let my clients know, hey, I will get it to you on Monday. And the communication has allowed my clients to even adjust to my schedule and allow that to still work for them also. And because I am intentional about my day off, I can be more excited about the upcoming week. I've had that day to take off, rest to myself before having the weekend with my family. And this just really allows me to show up and be even more present in my business. Some of the things I do at home include creating chore lists so I know what needs to get done around the house that day, meal planning, meal prepping sometimes, and even ordering takeout when my schedule is crazy that day. I had to start being intentional about the peace that I create in my life. Quick example. I used to take client calls on Monday, but I realized that starting my work week with a full day of client calls was really overwhelming and it depleted me before the week could even start. However, I do like working on Mondays. It's something about getting that fresh start to the week. And so that's why Mondays became the day to work on my business and I don't take calls that week. I mean, I'm sorry, that day of the week. Now, sometimes I do take calls with team members, but it's not every Monday. It's more like every other Monday or even once a month sometimes. But Mondays are for me. That's like an admin day for me to work on my business and just get things together. Another example, when I have three or more calls in one day, especially if there's one or two calls in the afternoon, we order dinner or eat leftovers if there are any. I've spent way too many days stressed about cooking dinner because a calls went over or I only had an hour in between calls and then this interferes with my schedule with the girls. They end up in bed later, then I get less time, you know, my self-care time at bed, or I'm staying up later trying to finish up stuff. And it just ends up being a recipe for disaster. So what I started doing, if I have many calls, I'm already prepared before the week even starts. Okay, Tuesday, I have three calls. I know I'm going to order dinner that day, or we're going to eat leftovers from what I cooked the day before. And this small tweak has made a huge difference because I actually like cooking. And now when I do it, I have the time and the energy to cook and make my meals with love. And it's small tweaks that you have to make in order to get to where you want to be. I want you to realize that as you take these steps, they can be small. They don't have to be huge. I know we oftentimes feel like, oh, I have to, you know, completely shift everything in order to make it work, but that's not necessarily true. And we have to extend ourselves grace, especially with the types of lives that we live, especially with us juggling many roles and being, you know, providers and nurturers and take, you know, running our households. So I want you to extend yourself grace and know that everything you desire in life and business is more than possible. You just have to be willing to make the necessary changes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mompreneur's Diary podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share this with anyone you feel would appreciate this message. And don't forget to tag me on social media when you do at the Mompreneur's Diary on Instagram. I appreciate you. And that's it for this episode. Until next time.